You're listening to Making Motherhood with Riley Hitchner and Joanna Ballantyne. Hello, everybody. Hello. It's me, Mario. (laughs) Today, we are talking about preserving memories and moments in our kids' childhood, in our motherhood, in really beautiful, unique ways. This is really just to give some fun ideas when you're feeling like you want to jump into a project that is feeding your soul, but also like an investment into your future, into your kids' future, and these heirlooms that you get to pass down. These are just things that we have enjoyed doing, whether we've done them multiple times or just one time here or there. These are things that we've incorporated and we wanted to share. I think one thing we need to mention is everyone's version of what they think is worthy of preserving is different, right? So some for me, I remember when I looked at my oldest, his foot growing, I would measure it against my hand. And I remember when it when it got, when it was as small as half my palm. And then I remember when it reached the bottom of my finger. And then I remember when it reached my first knuckle and then my second knuckle and then my fingertip. And now we're at a point where it's passing my hand. Um, I took pictures of that little part. Now I won't say you may not think that's, I don't know why, but I was just emotionally really, I felt like that I had to remember that. This is just an example of something that you literally may be like that's super weird and some people do that with salt dough ornaments yeah like whatnot. yeah mm-hmm. but i wanted my hand mm. with it so it was literally his foot against my hand that's and really i was sweet. photographed it i like that so i i say that to say feel freedom to make them your own you're gonna have different things that you yeah that are important to your family mm-hmm. i really like that rather than just a footprint having something to compare it to because you always have your hand mm. as a reference yep sometimes i look at the baby footprints that like we did like six months old i'm like i i don't get a grasp on how tiny that was right as a footprint it looks bigger <laughs> but against my hand i think it would be a cool reference point anyways so starting out we're photographers so we're gonna talk about photography first but two things i will talk about tangibly and then also just like the mindset going into when you're trying to photograph your kids like what to be thinking about that allows your eyes to just kind of be a little bit more open to those moments that you want to capture. Imagining that you're creating like a time capsule of your day. Imagining that 30 years from now, you might open these photos up out of a box and want to have these moments preserved. It's a good way to think, what are these moments that if I could come back to this moment or this day, what are these moments that I would live? Thinking like if tomorrow It was 2050 and you woke up and you no longer have tiny little people around. But if you had the option to come back to this year, this very day, what are the moments that you would live out in your day that you'd want to go through again? So washing the suds out of your daughter's hair, tying your son's shoes, making a meal for them. What are the things that you love about the season that you're in that you want to capture? And I think that gives a lot of insight to the different moments that you want to capture throughout your day. I think it's so important for you to be in the photo yourself. Mm, When I look at pictures with me in the photos, there's not a lot of them. But the ones that I do where I'm in the photo, it takes me back to the moment like no other photo. I love the pictures that I have of all my kids. But when I'm in the photo, even if I'm looking a mess, (laughs) 
I don't have to be, and it's actually better that way. I think actually it's more accurate to my day to day. It brings me back to the feelings of being there again, while also not having all the added maybe the burdens that I'm carrying in that moment. So like, I'm not remembering that I had so much laundry to do that day. I have a picture of me sitting in the middle of my laundry pile, reading a book to my daughter. And it's like not a beautiful photo, (laughs) but that's taking me back to that day of like, Oh, look how like, like with such self-compassion, like look at that mom reading your daughter a book right in the middle of her daily tasks. But at the same time, like not remembering all like maybe the stress that was on my mind that day. But then going to like the more tangible things with my home, I like to fill it with art that is of my kids or somehow connected to my family. I like to photograph them in a lot of different variety to give variety to the photos that are in our house. So Polaroids add variety, uh, photo booth, vintage photo booths. You can Google vintage photo booths that are in your area or areas that you might be traveling to and find them. Um, there is like a, what's it called? Like a directory. I like to use vintage cameras. Like, uh, even like Holgas are fun. Those are really inexpensive. You can find them on Amazon. And disposable cameras. One of the things that I remember that I really loved doing was a disposable camera that I took photos for a full year and didn't develop that for a full year. And I just remember getting those images back and that was the hardest year of my life, coincidentally. And I get those photos back and just such love for... These are the moments that made up that year, even though it was a really hard year. We had so many great memories and so many things worth documenting and honoring. I really love that whole idea of having a disposable camera on hand and just saving it for a year later and then being able to look back at those images and celebrate that year. Or maybe at the end of the year for your Christmas present, developing it. That's really special. Yeah. Again, with the art that I love in my home, I have two different ways that I've made silhouettes of my kids. One, watercolor silhouettes. So I took a photo of their profile and then I traced it and then I filled it in with watercolor. I did not use a watercolor black. I mixed the black. What's the color to make black? Red, yellow, blue? But that kind of gave like a more variation to the black instead of just like a straight black. But I painted it and I have pictures of that on my Instagram highlights uh, under family uh, to give you an idea of that. And it's also just a great gift for family members as well. And then most recently I did silhouettes that I took the picture in front of a white backdrop. I contrasted it, the photo so much that it turned their faces black and the background white and then I cut it out. Something I really, I haven't done this yet, but I really want to do is have a family cookbook. Mm -hmm. And I saw on Artifact Uprising, there was a resource that told you how to make a family cookbook using their books, their lay flat books. And it was as simple as making a JPEG of the recipe and then having an image next to it. One day we're gonna do that, especially with my grandparents. I love the idea. Gosh, your mom. Yeah, I know. But the woman doesn't have a recipe. She always That's the problem. That's, 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 a, that's why I don't know how to do it. She goes, just put a little bit of this and a little bit of this. And like. But that would be so special to have. So that's definitely on my list of things to do in the future with the kids. And have, have the kids cooking. I think it'd be a fun surprise. The other thing that I had an idea of, um, and we have started this, a few pages of this, But having the kids do like little art of the ingredients. So like if we're making an apple pie, having them draw out like the crust and then having them draw out like a bag of sugar and some apples and to have like a little illustration of all the ingredients. And then, you know, then maybe draw like a final apple pie or something like that and having a cookbook with their drawings. 
I think that would be a really special grandparent gift as well. My mom would love that, to have, like, their drawings and, you know, some fun little recipes for her in one. One of my favorite, this actually probably is my all-time favorite, things that I will have forever is the voice recording that I have of Wilkes that we made for my daughter's birth that I played during labor. I had, like, about maybe 10 to 15 scriptures that were really important to me during my pregnancy and wanted to be read over me during my daughter's birth. And he was four at the time, so he couldn't read and he didn't have these memorized. So I would just use voice memos on my phone. I would say the verse, uh, a line, not the full verse, but I would say like, for God so loves the world. And then he would repeat it back to me. And then again, I would keep going back and forth. And, um, and then at the end, I took it into iMovie, deleted all of mine, left his sweet little voice, put some mm -hmm. instrumental music in the background. It always makes me cry. Hearing his tiny baby voice, you right, don't realize right. how much your yes. children's voices oh, change. Yes. Oh. So I'm so grateful for that. And I have now, I've done that for Ollie. I haven't done Luca yet, but once she starts talking a little bit more hmm? clear, <laughs> you can understand her. Um, I have recorded her, but not, not as... Not with the scripture yet, but that is like all time favorite. So recording them saying scripture, recording them saying like favorite poems or whatever, this things that are really special to you and that you want to play. Also, what's really cool is that we'll play that. He feels such pride. Like he was so excited to do that. He knew it was special to me and he was so focused. I don't think you have to have a kid that's willing to sit down for 30 minutes and record. Not everybody is willing to do that. Just have a little bit here and there, and then maybe do one a day or something like that. That all is so helpful. I had a friend who was in the hospital with COVID, and we did the same thing. We sent in a bunch of scripture and a bunch of prayers and had it playing over, and she was able to sit in the hospital and listen to it. And I did this for my aunt as well, who recently had a brain aneurysm. It's such a gift. Mm -hmm. It Every is, time. Yeah. So it's something that I'm starting to do whenever there's a need like that. If somebody's in the hospital with something major, it is a gift. So it's a gift for myself to have of my kids, but also such a gift for other people. But that is probably one of my most prized possessions. Yeah. Oh, but I was going to say about the pride thing. He had such pride in it. It's also really cool because we'll play it in the car and he's like, this is my voice. Yeah. And he, he memorized them based on hearing his own voice. Oh, wow. It. Yeah, that's so, really neat. So multiple benefits to that. Um, creating a time capsule. I gifted my mom a time capsule in January of 2020. And that was right before lockdown. We did a time capsule of what our life looks like. And I wrote out like all of the different things. Like we were so excited to have a baby. And we didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl. And these are all the interests that Wilkes is in. These are all the interests that Ollie's in. These are the prices. I took pictures of, like, the cars that were, like, on a road. Like, basically like, regular everyday things. Yeah. And took pictures, a menu from a restaurant to, like, show prices and stuff like that with the intention of her opening in 20 years. Didn't know that the world was going to lock down and that, like, that was a really right. poor representation of 2020. But <laughs> yeah. it was really cool because even, you know, we're not supposed to open it for 20 years, but we opened it, like, that the end of that year we were like holy moly what a difference oh wow like yeah. what a difference it made just like from january of this year life looked totally different yeah. and at that point we had a baby you know we we knew it was a girl and it was like so cool that'd be really neat to just do that every year in the beginning and then 
Yeah. At New Year's. Yes. Opening and being meditating exactly. on that year. It was as simple as just buying like a little box from Hobby Lobby and I put all the pictures that could fit in there. And um, I think it'd also be cool to like have little voice recording type stuff and put it in there. Going back to the voice recording, but also the time capsule, this kind of relates to both. When I was about 12 and my brother would have been about nine and my sister was seven, there was this little Airstream thing going around the country. I think it was called Story. Is it Oscar Mayer? No, it was not. (laughs) There's this little Airstream going around and what they were doing was collecting stories. And I think you could pay or whatever and you would walk away. They would keep the story for their archives, but you'd also walk away with the CD. And we went into the Airstream, and they had, like, a little booth set up for basically, like, this, like, a little mm. podcast kind of set, set up. And we all sat, and we had, like, a list of questions that my mom would ask us. And it was, like, our little voices were, like, ice cream is our favorite food. Oh, like, yeah. it was just, like, the sweetest thing that she has documented of just, like, a conversation and acted as a time capsule and as a really cool voice recording. That's a fun thing to do with the kids and very easy to do we were talking before we started recording there's going to be different capacities that you have in different seasons you might have the capacity to take on some of these things and then there also might be seasons where you just want to hit record while you're laying in bed with your son and just asking about different parts of his day and that is such a treasure just in itself i'll have to agree with that just because i came from a season where we can talk about this later but i was really sick for about two years. And for a long time, I did not have the capacity to pull out my big camera or to scrapbook or to do hand ornaments or or anything of that sort that I normally would have the capacity for, where all I had was an iPhone. And I just want to encourage you to know that now that I'm kind of outside of that and I'm looking back at those photos that I took with just a simple iPhone, they were still just as memorable and as special as my big camera captures. Do not be discouraged by the fact that you're in a busy time of life, you don't have the capacity, and you're intimidated by crafty things, or or you just, it makes you maybe feel a little bad for you not capturing your kids' memories as thoughtfully. Recording your kids' voices and taking simple iPhone photos, when I look back at those during my hard time, it's so special and just as great as mm-hmm. when I put a lot of intentional time to it. Other things I love to document are the books that we read aloud together. I've done this in a couple different ways, but I try to keep the list on the app Goodreads, and it's cool because it actually also tracks like when you started it and finished it. That is a memory that I want to savor forever. I've started a tablecloth, or it's actually a table runner, but it could be a tablecloth or a table runner, and embroidering the different stories that we read uh-huh. together. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's a big project if you... I'm going to do that. But also, I think you sent me... Remember that uh, ornament that you sent me? Oh, yeah, with the little books printed mm -hmm, inside. Yeah, Yeah. it was like a big glass ornament. In some way, they were able to slip in these little books that they just printed the front cover of the book. They just took the picture from Amazon, put a bunch of, of the books on probably just like a word document yeah printed it put it and on then, like a foam yeah stuck it to a foam cardboard kind of kind of situation and made these little tiny mini books that slipped into the ornament and that was their way of saving all the books that they followed together in one year read aloud saving is so fun to me lastly this is one of my favorite things i've done but creating a family history book with grandparent interviews my grandfather died 
a year or two ago. I'm so grateful that I have this. This is, again, a voice recording type of thing. There's such such beauty in that, and it's pretty effortless to do. So even if you don't make it into anything printed, having interviews with the people that you love in your in the people that love your child, that's a sweet gift for them. So I interview my grandparents with a list of, I don't know, maybe 20 questions that asked different things from their childhood and their memories and uh, maybe big events in history and what that what that meant to them or what it looked like to raise my parents when they were young parents or their love story or you know the different seasons of their lives and interviewed all of my grandparents and now I have that so I'm so grateful to have that especially after losing one but my idea is to bind it into a book blurb dot com has you could buy these like trade books is what they're called and they're basically just chapter books and some ideas to put it all in print so that we can have it and um, be able to read through it it's just a real treat for both me and the kids when you know you're looking for things that feed your work or feed your creative energy to be able to overflow into your Mm -hmm. family these are the things that i've done right right and creating art out of my own family is probably my favorite kind of art. Mm, love that. Mm-hmm. So I hope you guys enjoyed this list and hopefully it just gives you some ideas of how to do it for your own family. And we hope you have a great week. See you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you resonate with this message and enjoy our conversation, please subscribe. Big shout out to our talented friend Craig Stilly who wrote and graciously provided our theme song, Bloom.